This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I'm your host, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, and with me is... Ann Christensen, a.k.a. The Dining Critic. The, the biggest supporter of Tariq in the world. Well, Marshall, my cat, might have something to say about that. Okay, it's Marshall <laughs> and Anne together. Oh, I just showed how pathetic my life is. Anyway, on this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about Friday fish fry, but more importantly, where to get a Friday fish fry when it's not Friday. And then Anne visited uh, Chard and talked about, I was going to share information about Chard's Happy hour. And then, uh, as you know, it's getting colder. That means the farming market season is coming to an end soon. We're going to give you a little uh, highlight of the, some of the farming markets and their schedule uh, so you have a chance to uh, visit them before they shut down for the season. Also, we have events including Oyster Fest and a Fall Festival in Oak Creek. And finally, I'm going to talk about booze because it's in Milwaukee, right? We haven't really talked about booze, so we're going to... No, we never booze. talk about it. We never talk about it. We never think about it. And my goodness, Tariq, you never drink something like Malort. What is no, that? What's no. that stuff? I've heard of it, but I have no idea what it is. It's uh, it's your Christmas present. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's going right back to you for your <laughs> Christmas gift. But let's get it started off. Uh, I love your series of Milwaukee Magazine called Ask Anne, where a uh, reader asks a culinary question uh, they're curious about, and you answer it. And this time, you, I thought, it, I thought it was a good one because it's about f- fish fry, and Milwaukee's known for their Friday fish fry. But hey, sometimes I want a fish fry on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and that person asks where the restaurants that offer other f- offer fish fries every day. Yeah. So what did you uh, oh, write back to this listener? Okay, these these opportunities are out there, Tariq. You don't need a Friday to get a fish fry, even though you shouldn't. Friday is the perennial, mm-hmm. traditional time to get it. Um, one of the best places I know is Lakefront Brewery, which, which has a great fish fry on Fridays. But they do it every day. They do it every day. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Yeah. And the, th- the thing is, though, and you're going to find this at places that offer fish fries other days of the week, they may not have the full roster of all the different kinds of fried fish they might mm-hmm. have. They might just have like a, you know, a, a small selection. Yeah, a small selection. They may not have perch that day. So, for instance, um, at Lakefront, at any day of the week, you can get their cod fry basket with French fries, slaw, lemon, and tartar sauce. What's what's great is, you know, Lakefront Brewery also offers brewery tours. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people go go to a tour, then eat there. So, I mean. That that's an actually a great event mm. to do with people coming into town, or yeah. if it's just any you day of the week, or you yeah, know, just you a really got, fun got, activity got to do. A little business mm-hmm. trip from people coming for business. This is where you take them to. And yeah, cool. So it's so they have a really they have a quite large menu of casual foods to get. <clears throat> excuse me on a daily basis, but that fish fry is an option. Okay, <laughs> another one is the St. Paul Fish Market or S- Fish Company. Sorry, it's the St. Paul Fish Company. It's in the Milwaukee Public Market. And every day, you can get a cod, perch, or walleye fry with French fries and coleslaw. Okay, okay. that's another great one. Mm-hmm. There, you know, they have a ton of different kinds of seafood you can get there on a daily basis. Yeah, they but have. That, their, they're known for their. Uh, they're known their for, lobster yeah, special. Whole their, lobster special every day. 
Have you ever had their s- smoked fish on a stick? Yes. I call it crack. It's delicious. Fish crack. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, love that stuff. I love smoked fish. And I love that you can just get mm-hmm. that perfect size for, you know, whatever amount of money mm-hmm. as you're walking by. Instead of, you know, people might think, oh, what a what an interesting lollipop. Oh, no, that's not a lollipop. <laughs> I think smoked, fish crack. I think smoked fish is kind of underrated. I no. think I'm yeah, surprised. Someday we're going to talk. At length about smoke that fish. more people don't do like smoke fish po' boys or sandwiches or like I'm I went to New York and I had this bagel one this bagel shot was making these fresh bagels which the best bagels ever had in my entire life but then it was a sandwich with that best bagel I ever had in my life with smoked trout and arugula yeah. and and just a little red onion and uh, some Dijon mustard and it was the most it was probably my best sandwich I've ever had in a very long time. Okay, this is not a sandwich, but um back when the social was open, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember the social, it was a very popular restaurant. That was Kevin Sloan's place. Kevin Sloan's place on Second pa- Street. Yeah. And it was right at that time where you this was like one of the first times you saw someone cooking behind the bar. Mm-hmm. It's crazy water and the social mm-hmm. they cook behind the bar. You can see them doing this. They had this incredible smoked trout dish. Really? I mean like it was so popular, like people would OD on this thing. <laughs> it was so good. And that's one of the recipes. A lot of people think about their, they had a sort of a famous mac yeah. and cheese. That's the Camino location now. That's oh, the yeah. old Camino. Um, and they do that mac and cheese, but nobody it does that, that trout dish that yeah. I know of. But I loved yeah. it. Cool. So, okay, back to fried fish. Yes. Okay, another great place is the Bass Bay Brew House out uh, on Audemar Drive. And it's in Muskego. So you're in this kind of pretty wooded area. They do a lot of weddings there. Really charming. Um, a beautiful place to watch the fall colors, too. But they've got an incredible fish fry. On, again, offered every day. Hand-breaded cod. You got your tartar fries, marbled rye, and coleslaw. Perfect. Mm. Um, another one, if you're out in Lake Country, a lot of people love to go out. I mean, again, this is a time of year to go out and look at these fall colors. Mm-hmm. Go for a drive. Uh, Pewaukee's Five O'Clock Club, which is not to be confused with well, the, the Five O'Clock, o'clock Steakhouse. Steakhouse, right? Yeah. This is a different restaurant. Um, they do perch and cod Tuesday through Friday, and until four p.m. on Saturdays. And the reason being, they do um, they they uh, need to stop at like around four p.m. Mm-hmm. because chicken takes over big time on Saturdays. For <laughs> Fried them. chicken, I'm guessing. Roasted chicken. Roasted chicken. We had a whole discussion. About yeah. So, um, so yeah, the options are out there. You can okay. certainly find them. And yeah, why not treat yourself to a fish fry during the week? Uh, being from the south, I mean, you might not know this, but mm-hmm. uh, I am a. We have our own fish fries, and it's usually probably on a Saturday. We don't call it Saturday, but most times we cook it outside, families. But we use different types of fish, like catfish. Or does any of these places do catfish? Other than, I know one of my favorite places, it's just a chain, and I, I, I'm going to say this, Captain D's, which is like, there's only one here in, in Milwaukee? Yeah. One, first off, if you love hush puppies, Captain D's beats everybody's hush puppies in the city. i hush puppies I brought them back here for work because I was out there for uh, St. Vincent High School for an event. Is that on Good Hope? Yeah. It's on Good Hope, and they have catfish. They have like they're 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 fried fish. I I grew up with them in the South, and far as any seafood chain out there, they are the best. I'm sorry, like how do they do their catfish? However you want. It's usually cornmeal. Yeah, cornmeal. You can crushed. get it battered or whatever, yeah. but it, it's just they do it right. It's 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 a clean chain. It's it's a well oiled organized uh, um, kind of restaurant, but the food is exceptional, way exceptional. But what you expect from a chain. 
Um, the hush puppies are crispy, fluffy, oniony. Because most people don't realize the key to a good hush puppy is onions. If you don't have enough onions, it's just cornmeal in your mouth. Mm. Onions kind of permeate and gives that little hint of uh, mm. savoriness in there. And that's the secret to a good hush puppy. You don't have enough onions, then you, you just have a cornball dipped in oil. Interesting. But it's fluffy, crispy. It's just uh, a little hot sauce on there. But uh, I think that, that's going to be, that's hard to find here. So most people are like catfish. No. And kind of like the, okay. I was just and, and what people seem to want there's is that center, There's that Center Streets fish market that does kind of the, uh, kind of on the near the north side. It does kind of catfish and other things as well. But, but no restaurants I can think of. No, they're not a sit down restaurant. Yeah, I can't. I mean, they. I don't and see catfish as a Friday yeah. fish fry offering. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because I think maybe because it's in the African American community, maybe up here because a lot of African Americans yeah. have their their uh, roots from the South. Yeah. So maybe there's places in the African American side of Milwaukee restaurants that might offer the catfish for their. Fish I could fry. I could more more likely see it at like Mr. Perkins mm, restaurant probably. Um. Then you know, in Martin Luther King Drive mm. or soul food soul mm. food restaurant then. At yeah. you know a place that does like a really I love catfish I Milwaukee mean, style fish fry or what but, it, yeah or, or whiting not that many people do whiting here either oh I don't see that no yeah. hmm. they do smelt here though are you familiar I with love that? smelt yeah I love I just I don't I do know too. why I love it because it's just so small it's like almost it's, like you can popcorn eat the whole thing. yeah it's completely just, edible you don't have to worry about bones yeah you know who does I I do think Cermak has smelt on Friday sometimes. Cermak does also. Um, Lakefront Brewery does it, do and it? I really like their smelt yeah. fry. I get, I got, I got, I made my own smelt dish. I had like, I made my own cornmeal batter. It was seasoned with garlic powder and ch- and chili powder and stuff, and I fried it in peanut oil. Then I made this kind of garlic sauce, and I drizzled it over it. And Ooh, like, yeah, it was like garlic vinegar sauce. I made with Whoa. little peppers and you could put. Oh, that sounds like the kind of sauce you could put on a lot yeah. of things. So. I do love smelt. Smelt is also, I think, underrated. Yeah. But Don't they also have it at Clingers? I have never been to Clingers. Clingers East. Do you know where I'm talking about? Yeah. On Locust Street? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I might have been there once with a bunch of drunk people and I left because there's a lot of drunk people, but that was so long ago. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back and uh, we're discussing Chard. We talked about Chard in the past and I love the place. Uh, it's, it's always packed, which I'm so happy to see in that location. Uh, I was worried about that location because it's a weird location for a restaurant, I think. But mm-hmm. every time I walk by or drive by, it, it, it's full of people. And I'm I'm happy for him because I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of Korean food. And I was just, I was kind of nervous because, like, would people be into this or not? But it looks like people have embraced chard. Yeah. Um, but I, th- y- I think also part of it is that their approach is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it's not super traditional. Not a traditional, what uh, you expect from a Korean yeah. restaurant. Um, they kind of upped the ante and did some really things, a nice twist to what you think of traditional Korean cuisine, which I think is Brilliant. Yeah. But you did a little piece of Milwaukee Magazine about their happy hour. Can you a little expound yeah. on that? Because um, it, it's interesting. I've noticed that one thing about their menu is they don't do a lot of vegetarian things. They have a few offerings. Mm-hmm. But, like, for instance, their dumplings, it's, you, yeah. it's, it's pork. Yeah. You know, that's what you get. 
Um, so I just thought it was interesting, you know, as we're seeing more people demand vegetarian, vegetarian items. and vegan. Yeah. Items now. So this is where you're really going to get it is on their their ha- their new their their new happy hour menu, which really accentuates vegetables. So and that's Monday through Friday, four thirty to six p.m. Um, they do the fish fry. I'm sorry, they don't do a fish fry. <laughs> like, what? Charge does what? a fish fry? Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> they do a happy hour. Wouldn't that be interesting, though? Hey, uh, we're char- we're doing a fish fry. I mean, um, we gotta like be nice to see what that would look like. I don't know. I don't know where I I do know where that came from, but no. <laughs> uh, anyway, they so they do all, like they've got a menu of specially specially priced snacks that are all meatless. So they've got their white kimchi salad. With orange and pickled tomato, oranges and I love white kimchi. It's a a nice, it's refreshing. It is. It's a white cabbage. Mm -hmm. Um, They do uh, a grilled avocado with uh, Perea salsa, which is a a pepper. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got um, a butter buttercup squash soup with sweet potato balls, or I'm sorry, not sweet sweet rice balls. My gosh, what is happening (laughs) to me today? Do you know? Have you had those little um, crunchy sweet rice? Cakes that they put in. Um, I've had rice cakes, but I never had it crisp. They're always kind of chewy and soupy. Yeah, and they stuff. put those as a as a garnish on certain, I never had it on fried. certain appetizers that they it was do. Like there. every time I have Korean stews or okay. soups, it's kind of this chewy yeah. thing. That I love the texture of those. But it's it's crispy, chewy anyway. So that is a garnish on this um, yeah. buttercup squash soup. Um, and then they do two kind of more entree type um, items. They do the Super Bowl. Which of course you you know you probably had it with bulgogi, but you can mm. get it completely or get it vegetarian, vegetarian. Um, with an egg on top, but just packed full of veggies, and then their black and white rice that theirs is a blend that they use mm. there, and then just kind of stir it up. Oh. It comes in that great little like hot, yeah, mm. like but it comes in that sort of that um, cast iron pan, which keeps it really mm. warm. Um, which I love, you know, when the food comes to the table and you can keep it really hot. Yeah, and um, it's still sizzling. You still still hear sizzling. sizzling. Love mm. that. Um, and then they also have a stir-fry glass noodle dish with zucchini and carrots and onions and mushrooms um, and sesame oil. And so that's another, you know, kind of nice uh, happy hour mm-hmm. type of thing to do. And then they do different cocktails um, and, and beers, tap beers and wines. But I think it's interesting. They do a ginger hot toddy, which I love anything ginger, and a jujube old-fashioned. So if you're familiar with the jujube mm-hmm. fruit. We, we actually talked about jujubes I mean, a couple of years ago maybe. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the flavor in their old fashioned. That would be worth trying. Mm. Uh, but just uh, t- another thing you can do there that I think is really is a fun, interactive way of eating is you can order your bulgogi. Um, you can, they even have a pork bulgogi. They have a chicken. They have like mm. this charred uh, chicken thigh dish. But it comes to the table on this hot lava stone yes. again. So it's really hot. You know it's going to stay hot. It's continuing to cook on there. And it has some vegetables. And then they bring you a platter that has, you know, it has the rice, it has lettuce leaf, it's got different like radishes, you've got some sauces. They call it the bachan, 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 I can't remember. Thank you. It's a Korean term for the little side okay. dishes. And then you can, you know, eat sam style. Sam style? Yeah. Um, and that means, you you know, you put your rice and your meat and your- like Lettuce wrap. And you make a lettuce wrap out mm-hmm. of it. It's perfect. It's a perfect way to eat and it's really delicious and- the other thing that I think is nice about it, um, I'm guilty of this as maybe many people are. If you're really hungry, you just eat. You kind of wolf down your food and you're like, where did that food go? This kind of forces you to slow down, you know, and really savor it and, yeah, and enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy your company. Right. Yeah. Cool. Next is, as we said before, early in the introduction, farm and markets, it's getting cold. Oh, um, so sad they're closing. And um, 
I mean, just and, for the season. And it's the season, the season, the farmer markets. So, uh, on Milwaukee Magazine, you shared kind of the schedule of uh, where you can go to farmers markets and find out when they close and get your your goodies and vegetables and produce and specialties before it's done for the season. So, can you, you want to highlight some of these and sure. schedules, some of the popular ones that you like, and when when's their last day of the season? Uh, sure. Um, you know, we've you've missed the boat on some farmers markets. You know, a number of them have just closed mm-hmm. or had their last one. Um, if you're in the Walker's Point or walk, it's Walker Square, I guess is what you call it. Walker Square Farmers Market on Ninth mm-hmm. Street. Their last day is October 21st. Okay. Um, and they got they've got 20 plus farmers there. There's a nearby playground, so you can bring your kids and you know they can obviously play on the the playground equipment. Um, if you haven't checked out that one, I mean, I really recommend going to different ones that you mm-hmm. haven't been to. You know, there are ones I certainly like. I, I really like the Shorewood Farmer's Market. They have a lot of different um, uh, vendors, um, you know, not just produce, but they've got a kombucha vendor. They've got Pete's Pops there. They have the woman that does the great hand pies. And there's someone that does empanadas and Lopez Bakery. Their last day is October 28th. Um, that's in the Lake Bluff, Lake Bluff School okay. uh, parking lot, I believe. Um, there's also uh, the West Town Farmers Market, which is a, a very busy one on Wednesdays mm-hmm. here downtown, yeah. here in the downtown area. Um, and their last day is October 31st. Halloween. That one that has gr- grown considerably since yeah. the first times mm-hmm. I went to it. Um, huge for food. Pumpkins, flowers, jewelry, whatever you want to get, that's a big one to go to. Um, the nice thing is that you, you know, you you have time um, to go to to. I mean, the the big farmers market in um, in West Dallas is still going to be open for a while. Um, so that one is one that you don't have to mm. really worry about that much. You know, closing. Um, they, they stay open until November 24th. So wow. you've got until right before Thanksgiving or actually it's Are they the outdoors during November 24th? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it's a, it's a, the largest open air market in Milwaukee, but, um, I think that's the week of Thanksgiving if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. We have a little early Thanksgiving I this might year. go there. Do some planning. You I'm should. Probably, I'm probably going to be hanging out here because I'm, I'm, I'm heading to Atlanta to visit my folks. And early. Before Early before Thanksgiving. Right. And so I'm not going to go. It's. Costs a lot of money to go to Alabama, so I'm probably gonna hang out here. Are you gonna do Friendsgiving? No, I'm do uh, cat and single guy. Tariqsgiving. <laughs> probably do some fancy kind of interesting things. So I might go to the West Dallas Farmers Market because you, you talk a lot about that. Yeah, one. it's a great. You've never been? It's a good one. It's oh. it's it's pretty much the best, especially if okay. you're if you're serious about finding lots of produce and they yeah. have meats and stuff too. Right? Yeah, they have right. a lot, a okay. lot of um, very various things there. So cool. it's great. November twenty fourth. And then I don't have the exact date for when the winter farmers market opens. Oh, at the domes. At the domes, yeah, yeah. but that'll be coming up. No, um, there's still there's this controversy of the the repairing I and know. maintenance of the domes. Yeah. So, but we're not gonna get into that. No, we're not. Okay. So again, that list, the full list, is available at uh, Milwaukee Magazine. Milwaukee Mag. Milwaukee Mag. Mag. But I think I could type MilwaukeeMagazine.com. Probably. Yes, it'll still forwards. come up. Sure. Um. Next, uh, a couple of events we want to uh, talk about. One has to do with uh, a food that's a an aphrodisiac. 
Have you found that to be wired. true, Tariq? Have you tested that? I, I'm single, so I have no <laughs> idea if it is. Oh, come on. I know, I know, I know all your, I know all your suitors. answer. I know that all your suitors yeah. are claiming at your door, so uh-huh, what, sure. th- does it work for you? I, I'm not, I'm not saying. <laughs> I asked you first and you gave me a really I, I have no life. Women don't want to be around me, man. You know that. Stop it. I'm boring. Okay, let's talk about Oyster Fest. It runs October 22nd to the 28th at Harbor but House. you are a pearl, though. Oh, <laughs> you know, the way I set up these lines for you is, is almost better than the line well, itself. Carry on, sorry. Okay. Uh, they're going to have up to 15 different kinds of oysters during Oyster Fest. So basically okay, West Coast, East Coast. Yeah. yeah, a lot of different. I mean, I know that. What's you your favorite, West or East? Uh, I probably say East. Because East is brinier, right? Yeah. And, and I like West brining. is kind of sweeter, but East is a little more meatier. Yeah. I think it is. Well, I think I like East Coast better too. I mean, my, yeah. my experience with West Coast, I'm not like, I don't mind them, but I somehow East Coast just maybe it's the water. I don't know. Well, that'll make a difference. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. But also, if you are not necessarily into raw oysters, they have a lot of different oyster creations mm. that you can have oyster and clam chowder. Um, oysters, champagne, and caviar. Come on. Um, that would be oysters poached in champagne with a champagne butter sauce, caviar, and leeks. Oh, wow. That actually uh, sounds nice. Right. This is something I think you would be interested in, an oyster Caesar salad. So the Caesar the salad, salad is, to- is topped with a cornmeal battered fried oysters. I make my own. I, I love fried oysters. Yeah. And I fry oysters all, like, I used to fry I fried oysters all where, the time. When they where were, do you like, buy cheaper. your oysters? Wherever I can find them, shucked. I'm not trying to shuck anything. So pre-shucked. Um, Whole Foods sometimes have them when they're seasoned. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing it more and more often lately, pre-shuck oysters lately in the grocery stores in like a little small container. So Metro Market, um, Public Market, St. Paul. Yeah. But yeah, people like, oh, you should shuck your oysters. Like, dude, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to open up, drain them, dip them in corn flour and fry. I'm not trying to. I am a terrible, terrible shucker. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible shucker. Yeah. Interesting. It's like if someone asked Tariq, 15 things you don't know about me. I'm a terrible shucker. Okay. I could shuck an oyster, but it's it's ugly to yeah. watch. All right. I mean, when I, I when I first bought oysters, I wanted to do it like I wanted to grill some oysters. Oh, and I this is the first time I ever shucked. It was I think I, I had band-aid, three band-aids on my hand after that. <laughs> I cut my hand, other hand. I think I dropped one. Oh, it was it was not a pretty sight. I didn't know. I I was embarrassed. But after I got I I, I went back to YouTube and watched How YouTube Chuck Chuck. And after a while you get the hang of it, but I'm still like I see people like I am not that. I could probably shuck five oysters in like ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Well, you're not one of those people that does it like for a living. But you think I like being who I am. I should be able to be that good. Just knowing well, I mean, my, my my stature in, in the city, it's I should true. be able to. No, just kidding. Uh, okay, so a couple more things on the menu for this Oyster Fest. Oyster po' boy. Um, again, so it's a deep fried buttermilk and cornmeal battered oyster on a hoagie roll. Um, of course, with a spicy remoulade. And then there's oyster stuffed rainbow trout. Uh, with So it's an oyster mushroom and baguette filling. That comes with an, a mushroom. So it's oyster mushroom, but not oysters. It's oysters, comma, mushrooms. Okay. So it's mushrooms and oysters, okay. okay? And a baguette stuffing inside the trout, and then it comes with a mushroom oyster. 
Okay, not a mushroom, a mushroom slash oyster, cream and Swiss. So it's a cream and then a Swiss and Swiss chard. My okay. gosh, it's really difficult to describe some of these ingredients when they the ingredients come like you know in such quick succession. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're together. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. And when is that event again? Uh, October twenty second to the twenty eighth. So at you've got our, six at, days at the Harbor House. Seven days, six days, six yeah. days. More than one. Uh, Oak Creek. What's going on Oak Creek? They have a little festival going Down on. Down in the OC, things are hopping. The OC. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Where you live? <laughs> I live in the OC. In California? No. Oak Creek. <laughs> uh, Oak Creek uh, Fall Festival is October 20th. That is Saturday. That's this weekend. Yeah. It's a whole day affair, Tariq. Um, and this is a family fun this is a family fun festival. You always wonder, and like, I always want to have a, a, an event where it's like, this is not family fun. I want to. Oh, I know. I, wanna, I know you I wanna, don't. I want to have an event fun. where it's promoted as, this is an unfamily friendly. Yeah. A, a family unfriendly event. I want to have that in the tagline. Okay. All right. I'll let you know the next time I find that. By the way, <laughs> this is at the Drexel Town Square. I think we talked about it one time because I was shocked at how, how many businesses are part of. The town square. It's huge. Really? Well, I mean, there's, it's a whole development that is mm-hmm. a living. I mean, there are apartments there. There's tons of shops. It's a there's a small little ecosystem. Yeah, there's, but there's restaurants like Cubanitas and, and Bel Air, Cantina. Um, they've got, you know, it's, there's a Valentine coffee down there. Mm. I mean, they really make it so that you don't have to really? go anywhere. I don't know how I feel um, about that, but anyway. I know, I know you don't. I'm all know. about exploring. But um, this is a, you know, a, Pumpkin Palooza. Uh, they're doing a harvest market. There's a hay maze, a petting Is that the, zoo. That the, they called it pumpkin. No, Palooza? I just pulled that right ah. out of my. You know what? <laughs> but they're doing pumpkin decorating. Um, there's face painting. I know that you would love. Um, chili always. cook-off. Okay, chili cook-off. Every, why is there always a chili cook-off at these things? I don't know. Uh, a cupcake walk. You know, I was in. I remember as a kid being in a cakewalk. And it was like this game that if you landed on the right spot and they named you the number you were on, you got a cake. So I'm going to assume that that's how this works. You get a cupcake. Um, A costume contest, which, again, you'd be all over. A mad science show. Um, This just sounds like it could not be better. Cool. Sounds like fun. That is from 9 to 7 p.m., 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., October 20th. Well, we're almost done for this week's edition. We are. Of we are almost bites. done, but for Tariq, we're just we're at gonna, the beginning. We're going to talk about booze for a second. I, like, I come across these several articles. As you know, our tagline is stay hungry, keep the alert cold. But earlier this week, or late last week, as so many people don't know, the fine beverage known as Malort, which is originally from Chicago, made in Chicago, has been, been manufactured in Florida. For and some news last week. That they're going to bring it back to Chicago. It's about time. And you know why? Because, because of, of this bite. Because of and this bite. And our slogan, yeah. they've been hearing that. They've been in love. They know Florida is kind of crazy right now. And uh, Okay, notice that, well, you don't notice because you don't, you don't know that behind the mics, we are both winking at each other <laughs> because we really don't know why this, this change is I taking do. place. I, I, this, this is you truth. have proof. I have proof. They've been listening to this bites. Yeah, proof. Okay. You know? It's proof. All right, I, that's I say proof. it. It's true. Oh, that's how that's how the world goes. Oh, now, right? I guess that is the way it is now. So I say yeah. it's true. So they're moving back to Chicago, manufacturing Malort. It's a great day for everybody <laughs> that I now can get like finally freshly made Malort. Good happened this year. Finally, get some freshly made Malort and give it to all my best closest friends for holidays. Can't wait. Um, also, came across 
uh, punchdrink.com, really cool cocktail drink website. Um, there was an article by, which I didn't know it is, called Why Is Everybody in Wisconsin Taking Shots of Angostura, which is the bitters. And I'm like, I was I was at a bar last night and asked, like, people like, yeah, we do it because it's like, it helps with stomach aches. And it's helps absolutely a digestive. But then someone pointed out, like, on a comment, like, yeah, you know, this is like 90 proof alcohol. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like, there's a bar. I forgot the name of the bar on Wisconsin that's well known for this. Oh, Nelson's Hall and Bitters Club. And people have their cards. People are sharing oh, up their in cards. Door County? Washington or Island. Yeah. On, okay, not Door County, Washington Island. And okay. like, they're in like, Known for like someone shared their actual bitters club card mm -hmm. on Facebook. I had no idea of this place. And then there's a bar in Chicago started by I think about according to Argo, Wisconsin called uh Best Intentions the name of bar up in twenty fifteen, but the brothers from Wisconsin, they put Angostura on tap. I mean, you know. It's a very expensive uh, stuff. And they I, put it on tap. It's a, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I, I will say that I I, I do I, I agree that it's a great digestive, and if you have some tummy issues, really great. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know if I would do a shot of that though. I mean, like muddling it, you know, would, and I then adding some. Well, I think it works really well if you muddle it, you know, with some other ingredients, and then, um, and then add like, uh, you know, club soda to it or something like that. Mm. I think that can be really delicious because I mean, I, th I think drinking the whole thing and having that. That bubbly water is really, really good for your tummy. So I think working in tandem with that. So mm. I don't. I believe that people do it and and have success with it. But wow, that mm. I I've never taken a shot of of, of Angostura bitter. And I've asked several people like, yeah, I do it all. They don't do it all the time, but yeah. I mean, probably better than drinking that pink stuff you pay eight bucks for in a store. Pepto Bismol. <laughs> That's what you were talking about, you know. What did you think I was talking about? I I don't know. What other pink stuff? I, I I I I was really baffled for a second there. <laughs> I try not to say the brand. Um, also, in punchtrick.com, there's a cool interview with John Die of Jazz uh, Jazz Estate of yeah. Bryant, and now at, at random. random. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll share that links as well on at, at this bites uh, website. Do you know page. what he said in that story that I that I firmly agree with? What's that? Um, someone asked him, you know, what what terms um, would you like to never see again? And I think he said he said mixologist. <laughs> he said mixologist, which I I agree with. I mean, like I, I, felt, I felt like that that term's been around for like twenty years. I don't know. I, I mean, feel I think like it picked it up in steam. Yeah, I feel. But like I've it seen got I've really seen popular. that term been used when like I was in D.C., but it wasn't like used and probably not in the same way. As it is now, or in, as in, intensely as it's used, maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So let's just bring back to just it's the name just, bartender. Yeah, I, what's wrong with that term? Yeah, that's I what a bartender I, does, right? I yeah. 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 Speaking of that, um, I, I was in Instagram, and you know, how Instagram just feeds you ads. I have noticed. Yeah. So the ad I got fed was this new cocktail book that's um, being made by the guys of Alinea. Of their bar, the Aviary. Yeah, the Aviary. Uh, it's that a looks very cool. Freaking cool cocktail book, um, and it's not a cheap cocktail book. Uh, it was, of, of course, it no, wouldn't be a cheap. No, that is cocktail. not a cheap date at all. Um, but they have. Uh, really they showed pretty. some. Uh, they were sharing like some free recipes, um, and it's basically a book put by Grant Atkins. 
and Nicholas Kokona. The creators and owners of Alinea in Chicago, which you've been to, right? I've, I know. I've never been to oh. Alinea. It's just it's been, no, Ken, been, been on my bucket Ken list. Ken Sumka's so. been in Alinea. Yeah. So I figure I need to sell some uh, organs before I can go there. <laughs> so, but anyway, the, uh, they Our, teamed yeah. up with Alan and Sarah Himberger, an, an artist for duo from California, to make this extraordinary cookbook for their cocktail bar, The Aviary. It's on pre-order. I think it's a great Do they show Christmas any gift. photos there of inside yeah. the book? Um, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, of course it's gorgeous. I mean, but it's like, if I get this, I don't have the money to afford to get the, the ingredients for the cocktails. <laughs> Like I have a book here. I, I, I don't I, mind I, to buy. And the we're drink. laughing about it. I don't know. It's not that funny, but um, maybe maybe you could you could somehow get some of these recipes without. You see, there well, there you go. They share some of them on their blog. Yeah, um, LeBron Chewbacca. LeBron Chewbacca. Um, it won't give me a close up on that, but there's some interesting stuff in here. I mean, they go on in in this cookbook. Yeah, I think sometimes it's probably more of a coffee table book than actual. Most people will actually take time to. Kind of like the Momofuku book because I've like half the ingredients I have to order on Amazon, or I just mess it up because the, the, the instructions so complex. Is like this is just a coffee table book now. I don't I don't have a problem with that being a coffee table <laughs> book. Everybody needs a few really good ones like, yeah. on their coffee. Table. So it's cool if you've ever been to every cocktail bar, or you heard of it. Now you can have a chance to make these uh, cocktails at home. That looks um, like a cocktail. I'm looking at the, the book that Tariq has up on his computer, and I feel like I'm looking at a Shemex. A cocktail inside a... Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. You can get it at the, uh, what's that, Science Surplus Place? Oh, American Science Surplus. They have all those little glasses. Yeah, yeah. And you can get, like, I was thinking when I was there, I was like, dude, I got to get all, I got to stock up. Like, it's it's cheap, and they can really do some cool presentations. Okay, Tariq is now, you were offering, like, your secret. That's, that's like, a super secret. Yeah. Like... Don't have to order from him or whatever. Yeah, now you're you're revealing something very, and, you know... I want to support local business. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that is an awesome alternative to going to a really expensive bar supply mm-hmm. store yeah so why just go to supply and create your own little experiment there at home go. so yeah uh if you people love me and care about me or Anne <laughs> and you love what we do you can show your support and love by pre-ordering this book and no just kidding well that, i think that concludes this week's edition of this bites um don't drink and drive by the way just want to reiterate that um this bite's produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Coming back to the Midwest. <laughs> you have a good weekend. Anna. You too. You too. You too. You too.